Welcome to the Enlightened Pod, where we get lit and enlightened at the same time. (laughs) They contradict each other, but we don't care. We don't care. We'll never care. All right. So today's topic, um, jumping in before I forget. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It is commitment issues that I feel like is something we can talk really highly on because, well, at least I can, because I still am not committed to anything. Even just the name of this podcast, I'm not committed to it. I can't. I don't know yeah. what, my, what my problems are. Um, I don't know where it stems from. Name, name wise, I'm good with it just because like, because we haven't been able to fucking cross out anything on the fucking checklist, really. So it's like, man, one thing done would be good. <laughs> You know, <laughs> one thing we actually accomplished would be nice. So yeah, that's it? why I, I think that's why I'm okay with the name. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess it's not the worst. It's not. It's not the worst. I guess I just have to like suck it up and commit. Like nothing's gonna be perfect, but I am a Virgo. So respectfully, I never commit to anything unless it's absolute perfection. Right. And that is my biggest problem. That's why I don't do anything. <laughs> no straight up i was looking I up i was looking up like i googled like commitment issues and like the definition and um it's a broad term but people with commitment issues struggle to stay the course when things become rough instead they may jump to the next best thing because they need immediate relief mm. so respectfully things are getting i mean it's not that this has been rough yet but that's the worst part is like, I can't even commit to it even when it's easy. So it's like, what does that say about me? I don't know. <laughs> I was looking up another thing about commitment issues, um, common commitment phobia signs. And it's if you avoid serious relationships and you don't have a lot of close friends, those are like a couple of signs. And I'm like, commi- oh, well, yeah, okay. I I never really had a lot of close friends uh, up until recently. Like this last year was when I had to start making more friends if I want to survive in this world. Girl, we're getting too old for that. <laughs> Just start, I mean, that that's only if the angels bless you and they want you to have someone else at this point. <laughs> like I, as a friend, as a friend. I would agree. I would say I, I would say I have a lot of friends now, but it does get weird because we are older and I think a lot of them are single. So I don't know if that necessarily, fuck, I'm in the opposite boat, but uh, I don't know if the single thing necessarily matters, except for when you're talking about a lot of guy friends that are single and the reason they probably started talking to you in the first place was not to be your friend, you know? Well, I've realized a lot of the friends I've had, uh, well, a lot of the friends I have that are single, I've noticed they also have commitment issues. Not all the time, not all the time, but some of them do. It's like, if I don't know, that's a flip of a coin. Like, I feel like I do, but I don't. I mean, because those people could go run into a relationship and probably commit. It's probably going to end up bad, but don't their relationship jump a lot of them? Or they're in a lot of long-term relationships? Or or, or no, or just like some? Um, relation. It's between relationship jump and then just have and a bunch of side pieces like they don't they don't commit to anyone flings are a lot of work and so are relationships so i don't mean i'm an all or nothing kind of guy <laughs> with every single thing in my life so it's all or nothing right now it's nothing <laughs> well i i was an all or nothing i am an all or nothing i never i never i was just dabbling i was just trying to figure out what i wanted um and so mm. i never i never committed to anything unless I knew for sure what it was, but now 
I don't know. Commitment is just tricky. I don't even like it in regards to relationships. Like I don't even need to talk about that. I have a hard time, hard enough time just committing to life itself. And this is actually, this is actually a really hard subject to even fucking organize. It's like I don't know if it's like it's like broad but not broad. I don't know. I'm like confusing myself with like I know there's so many there's so many different areas we could talk about on this issue. Um and I'm realizing that myself. I feel like I feel like I wanted to talk more about like the commitment we have with like projects and stuff. Like switching back and forth between things and never committing to a set path. Like you've never you've had an issue committing to like what wanna, you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's almost like you get that paralysis of like frozen in place because you're too hesitant to like overinvest too much time and energy into one thing. So you're trying to bounce because you don't want to waste time, but then you end up just fucking wasting time anyway. And that's pretty much what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's honestly what I think I'm worried about the most is like, I'm more just worried about wasting time. Like I don't want to, I never want to commit to anything because I always feel like I am wasting my time. But if I just like sat back and realized time doesn't really exist and I am here for a set period of time, if I just don't have the construct of like feeling rushed to achieve something, I Mm -hmm. feel like I would finally, I would finally get to that point of like being able to just not worry about making anything happen. And I would just get into it. Cause that's what I kind of had to do when I left and moved up North. I was just like, I needed to give myself the space to find time where it didn't, where I had enough of it that I felt like it didn't matter anymore. And that's a really hard concept to grasp, but does that even make any sense? (laughs) Well, you were, yeah, you were a lot more thrown in a lot of different directions. I think when you were back home, so you do have more time now, but now you don't, now you're not sure what to use it for. And and you're stingy with it, even though (laughs) you have a couple choices and each choice is probably going to be wasting it. So so just fucking waste it. So choose where you want to waste it. I'm okay. I'm okay. Wasting it like with this right now. Cause it's like, I mean, it's like, it's the afternoon. Like the alternative of what I'm fucking doing right now is not better. It's not better. And and I know it. I know it. And if if there was a thing that I could be doing that was so great, maybe that I would have I would have worries. (laughs) But uh, but even if I had something to do, like there's enough time for like a fucking uh, a half hour. Like I waste I waste days. I waste weeks. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was. This is is fine. (laughs) Yes, that's what I have said. I've been telling myself more and more now. And um, it's funny because it's like I've told people about this podcast for so long and there are a handful of people I have told about it, like, Hey, I'm working on this project. And I've Mm. told them since we kind of started, which was back in April. And I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm so comfortable tossing it. Like I'm literally like, I tell people, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to keep doing this. I'm like, I'm going to just toss it. And they're like, don't do that. You've invested so much time. (laughs) Like you're going to you're wasting all that time. And I'm just like, "Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the answer is either. I think I think it just, I honestly, if you want to commit to something, um, what I've learned for myself, because I've always had commitment issues and it's just like, you have to just decide. You just have to decide. You don't have to think about anything. You don't have to think about anything. If Mm -hmm. it makes you happy, just do it. Don't even think like literally what we did today. I was like, I was worried. I'm like, well, I should think more about the topic that we're going to talk about. Um, You know, maybe I can't talk about commitment issues for this long or whatever, but I'm like, 
hell like we gotta just start trying like if you never try if you never even start you're never gonna get anything like you're never gonna get anywhere or do anything and I've just realized I have so many things to choose from that I just have to choose and just do it like choose and do it at at least at least you got a couple things that you could choose like you could like choose from that you kind of like I have things I could choose from I don't necessarily like them as an indecisive person, it's not great having so many choices that make you happy. <laughs> <laughs> like I have, I have a lot of choices that make me happy right now. And it really is a bummer because I, I people are probably jealous of you. Yes. I'm jealous of me. I barely, I, my, I barely have one thing. I barely have one thing. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not, it's not any better. It's not, it's not better. The grass is not greener here. <laughs> it's, it's it's not bad i'm i'm spoiled i'm being i'm being very privileged in my mindset right now but it's like it took me a while to make these choices happen for myself i did have to like work hard to get to to get to a point where i had multiple options i desired like i had to figure out what i wanted to do decide a path and plan out a trajectory on how to make that successful and i have to sit down now and i have to assess what outcome I want my life to be because I am really literally the master of my own destiny right now and I have laid out three different plans for myself and now I just have to figure out which one do I want to actually achieve because they don't I'm trying to make them all like synchronize but they don't so that's 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 your problem that they don't fucking synchronize like a lot of times you can synchronize things but if they can't that's that's I mean that sucks (laughs) that's what i'm struggling with right now a couple of them do synchronize but there are there are some hard changes in my life that are making it that are just kind of like throwing me for left field i did not expect that the i when i left last year i could not have told you what the outcome of my life was going to be this at this time i don't even know how anything in the last eight months have happened I don't even think I was fully present, but I was, I was extremely present Mm. and reflecting a lot, but I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I could not, I stopped planning weeks in advance. Like I used to be someone who would plan every minute of my life. Basically I would plan, Mm. um, to what I would be doing next there. I mean, I didn't always do that because like I would quit jobs and not have something lined up. I would Mm. just kind of like, I would just kind of fall into something, but But major goals were planned though. Yeah, major goals were planned up until last September. And I I kind of just was like, I kind of, I had to let go of all the reins and all my processes and like completely flip a switch and just let nature take its course. And I, I feel like I was manipulating my own life and I finally like let go and like gave that all up. And I finally found the right path for myself when I gave everything up. So that's hard for me to swallow Mm -hmm. someone who wants to control literally every aspect of not just my life, but Mm -hmm. everyone else's life too. But I had to come to terms with that. Otherwise I was never going to be, I was never going to be satisfied. Setting goals is good, but then constantly not it not working out properly, like 99% of the time is enough to make you want to fucking kill yourself. Like it's just, fr- it's not, not cage, but it's fucking frustrating. And you do it for like years and years and years. And like things, the good things happen, but never the way the goals are. So it's like, what's the fucking point? Like, well, 
that's the other thing I had to, and I was getting good at that. I was getting good at that. I did realize like when I would plan things, I, I mean, I wasn't a typical type of person, but I had to, I had to let go. I always knew there had to be a balance of like yeah. lucidness and mm. that structure. And that worked for me for some time, but somewhere along the way I got completely sidetracked and I don't know if it was in my last relationship, but I got kind of swallowed up in this hole. I got lost in the sauce and mm. I kind of got wrapped up in what the world was expecting like the the like that societal structure of like you go to work you do this mundane job you have this mundane life you live you die kind of energy and I was like something's wrong something's not right and so that's why I kind of took myself out of that Mm. lifestyle um I had to like step back to realize um for myself what was what was the issue I had to slow down and step out of the black hole to realize and rework and get a different perspective. I needed a different perspective and a new outlook on my life. And when I did that, I was able to see the whole picture so clearly. I literally went up north and it's like I was above everything. I was able to look down at it. So and- you you don't have commitment issues. You're doing just fine, right? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that, la- that last sentence makes it sound like you don't have any problems at all. <laughs> Yet now I still have to make a choice though. I still have to make a choice. And um, I still sit with the someone. So when I worked at Athleta, uh, someone came in the fitting rooms once and she told me the definition of my name katie k-a-t-i in swahili means in between and that has always ever since has just sat with me and resonated because i'm like my entire life i have always been an indecisive person and in between and now I get it. My name literally means in between. <laughs> you're, so I'm you're, just you're just always fucking in between. I'm I can never I can never decide anything. And to be honest, it is stressful to be an indecisive person, but I am grateful to have like all the options and to see all these options. Like even even when I went to that like I so I went to that Van Gogh exhibition in Chicago um last week. The the immersive art space at the immersive art space and mm-hmm. it was fantastic i absolutely loved it i enjoyed every minute of it going around that space and like being immersed in that live like the the digitized van gogh paintings like it literally felt like you were walking through a van gogh painting fan fucking tastic mm-hmm. but when i was when i was there i could not decide on where i wanted to sit like there were so many what? different rooms. <laughs> like, I could not, that's a fucking problem. <laughs> I, could not, I could not decide where I wanted to sit. I could not even commit to a place to sit. And thankfully. Why, were you tired? Were you eating? Why did you want to sit? No, Just because you're supposed to. It's like a movie. Oh, you're supposed oh, to watch okay. it. Yeah. All right, all like right. when it's on the wall, you're supposed to kind of, I mean, you can walk around the space yeah. and like, like feel and experience it, but mm-hmm. you like you can, you do a bit of both where you, you walk, and then you like experience it and move through it. But then it's also really beautiful to just watch because it moves and mm-hmm. it moves around the room. And there are three different rooms and there are these gigantic, there it's this gigantic space and it's tall, like very mm-hmm. tall, like a very, it's like a grand ballroom in a way. And I could not decide where I wanted to sit down. I just, 
I wanted, I, I walked around the whole space for probably like 30 minutes and I was like, I can't decide. And thankfully my boyfriend, at the, like he, he chose. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he chose from the minute. He was just so clo- decisive. Just cl- close your eyes and fucking point. Like, it's all right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, yeah. There's so many beautiful spaces to choose from because of the way the angles play on the walls. Like you could see you if you were in the smaller room, the, you know, you don't have it going up as high but you have more of an intimate space and an intimate closure whereas when you're in the more grander spaces it goes up higher the 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 images are portrayed differently it was really hard to decide i mean thinking of thinking of it that way i mean see i would never even go (laughs) but like i could see how you're stressed you're stressing out because like that's a whole lot of explanation for something that probably was like maybe you sit there there you know know, (laughs) like that's so beautiful to choose between all of these different things like i don't know i thought it was i guess be happy that like look at all that beauty that you like that you took in and you appreciated i did i I give yourself a pat on the fucking bag (laughs) i appreciated it and we watched it three times so stay you could have you could have sat three different i did we we did we did it was a win-win it was a win it was a win-win but it's just funny how it's like that making that small of a decision is extremely hard for me still Hmm. so i don't know what to do with all of that i am grateful and appreciative (laughs) to have all of these options available to me but Hmm. i'm i i would be a little more appreciative if i could just fucking choose something (laughs) so so yeah you're spoiled with too many options that you like it wasn't always like that (laughs) for a very long time i only thought i ever had one option and one option only so i am grateful that now Mm. i can finally see that there's more options in this world and there's a whole like i can decide and do whatever i want Mm. i just have to choose it i just have to figure it out and commit to it so I think I think committed to one thing and thinking that you're stuck with it is also a bit of an issue because you're not, uh, you know, you could bounce. You can bounce. You could do one thing for a couple of years and evolve yourself to go to the next thing. And I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. That is you true. <laughs> that is true. My one friend, she has the mindset where she is always in a job for only like two years. And I mm. didn't realize I was also in that same mindset. But it wasn't on purpose. I just, (laughs) by the second year, I was like, I'm done with this place. Like, I'm fucking done with it. Whereas she went into it knowing at the second year mark, she was like, I know I've learned all I can here. Mm -hmm. I'm either going to be promoted or working on a better position or I'm on to my next move. So, Mm -hmm. which I think is a really good mindset to have where you're constantly like, you're constantly trying to up yourself like Mm -hmm. get to that next level you're trying to you're always trying to level up and i'm trying i'm trying to catch up because i've been behind for a while (laughs) level up boy i'm trying to catch up i'm just trying to catch up (laughs) i am just trying to catch up right now Uh, i think i think you're caught up probably more than most they might be moving faster but it doesn't mean they're running in the right direction so so it's okay (laughs) (laughs) that's actually pretty that's the goddamn truth that's the truth (laughs) that is that is the truth i would say they are not running in the right direction i like that analogy a lot because i've seen a lot of people 
Like it's just go- to make myself feel better. That's all it is. But well, yeah. I mean, even I do it sometimes where I am so convincing to myself where I'm like, this mm. is this is my path. This is what I'm going to do. I feel I feel mm-hmm. God has given me this gift and I feel like the, <laughs> the stars are aligned yep. and everything is right. And I'm going to save the fucking ecosystem. Yeah. And then I like I run head head straight into a fucking wall. It's terrible. So excited. It just ends with pain and you look stupid and you look stupid. <laughs> I always eat my own words and I always am constantly making a mistake and a fool of myself. And the worst part is now I talk more. So I tell people all about these plans. And then three months later, I'm like, yeah, that didn't happen. That's not going to happen. I'm on a whole nother mindset right now. I mean, if you want to give yourself one like compliment in eating your own words, at least at some point, you know, you do it gracefully, <laughs> you know? You do where it's like, you're not an asshole about it. You're not like, I didn't fucking say, I mean, sometimes you say, I didn't say that. And then I, then I gotta say, no, you said that you're like, yeah, I guess I said that, <laughs> but you're still like, you're still reasonably like nice about it. You're like, yeah, I fucked up. Like, I sh- yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, you're getting better at it. You're, you're getting better at it. I try. I try. I just, I learned like when I was younger and I tried to pull that, like, oh, I didn't make that mistake or, and it's like very obvious that you <laughs> made that mistake. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's embarrassing all around for everyone involved. So I'm like, to avoid that, I'm just like, yeah, I fucked up. Let's move yeah. forward. No, I mean, saying you, saying you fucked up is a good, it's a good quality. Um, and you'll, and you, as you get better at it, the faster you'll say it. But <laughs> so I was like, wait, what? So what happened here? You're like, I fucked up. Honestly, straight up. I fucked, I fucked it really bad. <laughs> Really I'm not bad. that good. And next time it'll, I might fuck it up again, honestly, <laughs> but it'll be better than this time. And that's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. I'm sorry. Mm. It's basically <laughs> now that that basically is it. I, I got that as a compliment before with in the union guys was like, you know what? You're a great apprentice. He's like, cause you just, you just come up to me and you're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I fucked up, dude. God damn. He was pissed a lot. He's like, the other guys would hide it from me. And then I had to go back two weeks later and have 10 times the mess. He's like, so just tell me you fucked up. And I was like, no problem, boss. <laughs> honestly, honest to God, I'm not going to lie. I think that's why I was, a, I, I have had so many excellent positions and like work or working opportunities, like job mm. opportunities and like have been able to keep them and maintain them is because I would constantly be the one I would be the one going to my supervisors and my bosses and saying, mm-hmm. Hey, I fucked this up. Yeah. Can you, can we have a conversation yeah. about like, how can I rework this? What can I do to get better? Um, mm-hmm. Half the time it was me just talking out my ass <laughs> because I didn't know. I, I mean, I think we, I think in my last position, I think we all knew I was not supposed to be in this job anymore, like at year two, but I think they kept me because they just didn't want to train anybody else. And it's like, I was willing and I needed the money. So it's like, we kind of just, we kind of all just skirted around the issue. But towards the end, I was like, it was almost like, you were just getting sloppy, right? You were doing it just fine. I was getting, I was getting really sloppy. I had no motivation left to do it anymore. Mm. I was like, this isn't, this isn't my calling. This isn't what I want to do. Another commitment issue where I was like, I don't want to commit to this anymore. I don't want to do this sort of thing. So I was just like, I mean, I used to make fun of a lot of people, the ones that are like, oh, I need a fucking calling and this and that. And it's usually because they were really young and they were really fucking lazy, like about everything. So I was like, fuck you, do something. But I now need to take my own advice. But fuck you do something, Joey. Yeah, fuck you do something. But 
from all those books and all the fucking uh all these millionaires and billionaires it's like if you don't do something that you like that you naturally like kind of whatever that you you feel you're prone to you'll never be good at it so if it doesn't come kind of naturally and you fucking love it you'll never be good like mm-hmm. really good so that's where it stresses me out like i don't want to do something that's not what i'm supposed to do you know because they say you'll never be successful at things you hate, you know, so you won't. I, and my, my mom had always said, she's like, if you do a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And I always right. was like, that's bullshit. Like, I don't believe that. <laughs> like everyone has to, like, cause this, this world like makes you think from the get-go, it's like, you have to work to make money. And it's like, that's all. And it's like, I never wanted to do what I loved to make money mm-hmm. because it would ruin, it would put too much pressure on what I loved. So that's why I never pursued. I always thought I, I talk shit to people like you on that. I had a guy love to work out. He said, I don't want to be a personal trainer. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the thing I like, you I, know, cause I like it. So like, just see if you could ruin it. See if that even happens. Like, damn, give it a shot. <laughs> that's what I realized. I'm like, I should have at least given it a shot, but it also comes from self-confidence too. Like it, a lot of people don't. That's believe. a hard business though. Like art, like I'll go make money on art. Like that's, that's hard. And you when know, you grow hard. up, when <laughs> I grew up, I was exposed to so many art history lessons and all the artists in the past fucking died without any recognition yeah, and yeah. were starving for a majority, yeah. if not their entire life. Right. And I was like, I like food. I have binging problems. I want to be able to eat. <laughs> I want to be able to afford to eat. That's all. <laughs> I want to be able to afford my no, substance that. abuse and my addiction. Your but... love, your love happens to be something that's super hard to monetize. <laughs> it's not easy because not, I mean, everybody likes art, but it's always a niche area. And it's like the type of art I'm into is so, I don't like to say I'm hoity-toity because the stuff I like is extremely degenerate shit, but it's 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 an eclectic taste it's a refined taste and not many have it it's mm. probably so a really ref- bad taste so refined that uh sophisticated people hate the art <laughs> it's like so backwards it's like i i turn the i turn my uppy nose towards the uppy people like mm. the ones who are all snooty about it You're i'm doing it on purpose You're doing it on purpose it's it's a fun little like uh we're going in that whole like paradigm where it's like reverse psychology on reverse right. psychology on reverse psychology you're subconsciously reversing the reverse of the re- reverse psychology yes. towards the snooty people yes your tastes are very you could describe them but they're, they're ambiguous yes. in, in their definition <laughs>